Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Speaker Pelosi's new strategy on infrastructure and reconciliation. Number two, a shutdown showdown in the Senate. And number three, where's Senator Dianne Feinstein? All right, Jake, let's get into it. The big thing that changed yesterday, Speaker Nancy Pelosi going behind closed doors to make the case to House Democrats that the bipartisan infrastructure bill should not, could not be twinned with the reconciliation package. This is a massive shift for her. Yeah, so Pelosi for months has been saying that the, there ain't no infrastructure, there ain't no infrastructure bill. That's what she's been saying without reconciliation. Um, that's no longer what she's saying. So she's now acknowledging a new reality, which is that uh, reconciliation is not ready. Um, and reconciliation is not going to be ready for some time. Um, you know, she said last week she was going to vote on it this week. I mean, I, I just I don't see that happening. Um now, listen, I, where does this leave things? It, this is just really tricky. Um, so progressives want assurances on reconciliation. Um, and that's understandable because if I were a progressive, um, I wouldn't be voting for the infrastructure bill because why would I trust Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema to come through on a piece of legislation for me when they have, just with what they're saying, I mean, yesterday Manchin said... Um, Manchin said he thinks infrastructure will pass before the November 2022 elections. So, you know, I, if I were them, why the hell would you vote for this thing at this point? But I mean, except for the fact that Joe Biden is president, he's a Democrat, and it is probably going to be one of the biggest infrastructure packages of all time. It will be. I mean, I, I was thinking about it last night. You'll remember Safety Lou, the last large infrastructure bill, which was passed by Don, Don Young and Jim Oberstar. Don Young, who's still in Congress, uh, the dean of the House, has been in Congress since 1973. Uh, and Jim Oberstar, who's dead, but who was a Demo, the Democrat who was the top Democrat at the time on the committee. That bill, Safety Lou, which was a huge infrastructure bill, was only 286, I believe, billion dollars. This is more than three times that. So this is just the scale of this bill is tremendous. And I hear you. It's a big victory for Joe Biden. But they're allowed to hate this bill, which many of them do. And they're and they think that um, the the. They think that the inf the reconciliation bill will not pass if the infrastructure bill passes. And if you hold that opinion, you have to vote against the infrastructure bill right now. Maybe. I don't know. I think it was really interesting. I was talking to somebody yesterday about this uh, and happened for a couple of days about, you know, they say moderates usually whine and progresses fall in line. That has been the mantra of the Democratic Party for a long time where you have the Bernie Sanders and the real left wing saying for the better of the Democratic Party for the the policy to get a little bit instead of everything that they want, they oftentimes will decide to move forward. It's going to be a real, I think, you know, we we often say here and, and publicly never vote, you know, never count against Nancy Pelosi because she usually finds a way to get it done. This is going to be her most daunting legislative task yet. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And I mean, right now, let's just be clear about this. She's definitely short of the votes. I mean, she's definitely way short of the votes. And something else that we note this morning uh, at the top of Punchbowl News is that Republicans are going to, as, as of now, as of you know, Tuesday morning at whatever, five o'clock in the morning, they are going to make Democrats pass this on their own. So what that means is when the infrastructure bill hits the floor, yes, Republicans are planning to vote for it, but they're going to make Pelosi get to 218 votes on her own before they put their yes votes up. That is a tried and true legislative tactic, puts pressure on the majority to do their thing. Um, But don't count on Republicans to do this. Don't count on Republicans to help Pelosi put this over the finish line. Uh, So what a crazy situation, right? Oh, man, I think that I mean, it's not surprising that Republicans are going to go down that route, as you say, tried and true kind of strategy gamesmanship. But man alive, there are a lot of business groups and a lot of constituents that, you know, the Republicans count as some of their biggest donors who want this bipartisan infrastructure bill to pass. And if it goes down in flames because this is Kevin McCarthy's you know, strategy is to kind of put the squeeze on people like Fred Upton and Tom Reed and Don Young, who said that they're going to vote for this, and it goes down, people are going to be so upset. Yes, I, I really, but... I, I think that... It's it, this isn't just like oh this is a bill that you know maybe it's going to pass or not. I mean if this goes down it's going to be very difficult for Pelosi to bring it up another time. No, I I disagree with that. I think so. I think this eventually passes no matter what happens Thursday. Um, but we're basically talking about a sequencing thing, right? We're basically talking about a sequencing um, uh, development, right? What I do believe that. It will pass, and if it goes down Thursday, it will pass at some point. It just need we just I think progressives need to see reconciliation closer. I just think that's you know I think that's it. We will see. We got you know T minus forty eight hours to see what Nancy Pelosi can make happen. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning: shutdown city. It is we are I mean closely ticking towards this Thursday government shutdown deadline. The Senate made little to no progress failing to pass two different sets of bills yesterday, one being just a clean government funding bill, one being the Democratic uh, strategy of having the government funding and the debt ceiling. This is, you know, getting we're getting awfully close to potentially stumbling into a shutdown. Yeah. So the Senate yesterday rejected two bills, a Democratic bill to raise the debt limit and uh, extend government funding until December. And then Democrats blocked unanimous consent for a Republican bill that would be a clean government funding bill without the debt limit. So um, two bills to three days before government slated to <laughs> shut bills, down. No, no passage. Yeah. Not a good story for, you know, um, for anybody, right? Frankly, because <laughs> we, you know, and it's it's just it's the fact that we're trying to get or Congress is trying to get a reconciliation infrastructure package through at the same time of government funding, all during this kind of last week of September is really uh, truly remarkable. So um, they have a lot of off ramps, though. I mean, they, this isn't you know we're we definitely think it's going to go. I mean, they sh- this should not end up into a midnight Thursday shutdown, right? Um, no, it shouldn't. It, it it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Like, there are so many ways to get this done. Number one, they could do a clean government funding bill 
they could basically take the Republican offer, which is what a lot of people think they'll do at the end of the day. That would extend government funding until December and without the debt limit. Schumer's signaling he might try again on this bill that just got rejected yesterday, which is not going to pass. So we could save all the time and, and just say not passing. So I'm not sure why he's going to do that. Uh, it would be a, a way to shame Republicans, so to speak. And then the other thing he could do is do a short-term government funding bill. Now, if I were in charge and I were in looking to inflict, inflict maximum political pain without concern about what the markets might do, I would do that. I would lie. I would do a three-week or a two-week government funding bill with that lines up government funding with debt limit. That is the most painful disgustingly hard cliff that would put would put Republicans on the spot and put my hair even more gray. All right. From your mouth <laughs> to uh, potentially the future, we shall see. Um, we are going to be covering this, obviously, very closely. Uh, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Uh, something that you might not have noticed, but is very important. Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat from California, she missed yesterday's vote on the government funding bill, and she's actually been absent from the Capitol from su for some time. She mo missed votes last week as well, Jake. She's 88. There's been a lot of concern about her health, what she's doing. Uh, what's the latest here? Yeah, I mean, uh, Feinstein's 88. She, um, uh, that's, you know, that's just, the reality. Um, and there's been as we, I mean, it's been public, there's been a lot of pressure uh, for her to either step aside or whatever, or for her to not. I mean, she she's not up for many years now. Um, so I think she's up in 2024. Um, but listen, I don't, you know, she's now been gone for, you know, a whole week and then a big government funding bill this week. Uh, so like, they, her family says she's having a a family emergency um, in in uh, in I, I don't even say if it, whether it's in California where it is, but you know it's going to be. By the way, she's up in twenty twenty four. That is right. I'm just I just double checked that. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Um, we'll have to see. We're gonna now now it's in the ether, right? Like now we're all going to be watching. Um, we're all going to be watching where where wh what happens here and um, when she comes back. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Anna, you know, these things are tough, right? I mean, she was elected. She's she's uh, uh, an elected lawmaker, and I don't. And but if you're gone for a couple weeks, that's that's concerning, right? People notice it, and I also think you know, there's been she she was she stepped down from her. Uh, you know, chairmanship. And, you know, I just think this is something that is key to watch. It's also key to watch when you look at just how tight the Senate is. You know, you're in a 50-50 Senate. Every single vote matters. And that's why we're we're talking about it this morning. Before we let you go, I just want to note that for Punchbowl News Premium members um, and for those who aren't yet, but you should become a premium member, we have a Slack channel going on that is uh, very active for all of our premium members, a way to connect, talk about what's on your mind when it comes to government shutdown, when it comes to reconciliation, what's happening. Um, we would love for you to join that as well. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.